0: I'm okay. WSB's Herman Kane, and depend on this whenever and wherever That's breaking news, severe weather alerts, or a traffic red alert. The WSB 24 Hour Breaking News Center it
1: will tell you about it. Maybe
2: on
0: it. News 95.5 and AM 750.
1: WSB,
2: depend on it. Jamie Foxx here, you there? You listening to the Mark Aram Show? You better. Uh, he packed in the animals two by two. I'm camel and Kangaroo, Packed him in that heart so tight. I couldn't get no sleep that night. Roll the stars, ship and him. Tell them about that master play.
0: Welcome back to the show, eleven oh eight eight 8 after eleven. Mark Aram here. You there with you till midnight every Monday through Friday on News 955 at AM 750 WSB. Straight ahead, lonely tailgater with blessed or not blessed. We are in the middle of our semi-annual Ask Us Anything show, AMA, Ask Me Anything. You can call up and ask me, Longoria or Loti, any question that is on your mind. 404 872 750 800 wsb Talk. Wayne in Atlanta. Wayne, you're on the Mark Aram show. Hey Mark, how you doing? What's going on, Wayne? Just another day. Indeed. What's hey, your question?
3: What's up with the preach and the
0: welks? Preach and welks. All right. So uh, it's basically shorthand for if you call up, I I say uh, you know I appreciate you calling up, but instead of you know just uh, making it a shorter version, instead of I appreciate it, I just say preach. P r e e s h. And instead of saying welcome or you're welcome, we just say Welks. So it's just shorthand for, you know, appreciate you and you're welcome.
3: Very good. I kind of thought that's what it was. Yeah. I just wanted some clarity on it. I appreciate y'all and enjoy your show.
0: Welks, brother. Preach. Well, there you go. Yeah, I, I like it. never caught on. Shut no. up. It does catch on. <laughs> <laughs> on. <laughs> and don't put this we thing. It was a you <laughs> It was thing. me. Yeah, Pat's up you. next yeah. on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Pat.
2: Hey, how's it going?
0: What's going on, brother?
2: Hey, congratulations on y'all's award last week.
0: Thank you very much, the Marconi.
2: Yes, awesome deal. got a question for all y'all. It don't matter who bought it, you and your parents. What was y'all's first car?
0: My first car was a 1984 Chevy Caprice Classic, which uh, oh, basically looked like a uh, police car. And it was it was my mom's. I got it it was a hand me down from my mom's. She gave it to me. Um, The it was a great car. It had a lot of muscle. It was a really fast car. The only problem was every time I pulled up to a party in high school, uh, they would see the (laughs) headlights. They thought it was the cops coming. Uh, So people would yeah. yeah. So that was my first car. Longoria? Uh, 1986 Nissan Sentra. Ooh. It was my mom's, and it was a hand down They didn't look as uh, nice as they do now. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, no. Nin- 1986, they were kind of short yeah. and fat kind of cars. They weren't <laughs> they weren't anything what they look like. Too. Gotcha. Low-T, first car.
4: 1987 Oldsmobile Calais. What is that? It was a little four-banger. <laughs> it looked like a, like a Toyota Corolla kind okay. of. It was a little four-banger, four-door. But it was great because the seats folded down in the back, and you could fit a half pony keg oh. in the back with, the, you know, hooked up and beer everything. Ball. And we, yeah, we would we would feed the hose, we'd feed the hose through the seats, and then we could drink beer and drive around. And then if we got pulled over, we could just shove everything through in the, the back.
3: seats real fast. And, Ingenious. Yeah, it they,
0: was awesome. What was your first car, Pat? Uh
2: seventy-eight Honda motorcycle.
0: Oh, all right, a motorcycle for the first car. I like it. Yeah, I I would buy it uh, if if I could find an eighty-four Chevy Caprice Classic. I'd buy I'd buy it really? as a spare car. I loved that thing. Bucket seats. The, the You could get busy in the back seat. Mm-hmm. Uh, not bucket seats. Um, bench seats. Bench seats, mm-hmm. yeah. A lot of room. <laughs> Good stuff right there. Thomas is up next to the Mark Aram Show. Hey, Thomas.
2: Hey, well, the world treating you.
0: Excellent. How about you, brother?
2: You know, I'm fat and old, but I'm on the right side of the grass. <laughs> there you go. It don't matter. All right, I got a question for you. It's going to make you think a little bit. Okay. This takes me back to the dog bite lady. All right. All right. Now she doesn't have insurance. Uh, maybe because, and I, only maybe because, and think about this: my wife went through a similar ordeal trying to get Obamacare. Mm-hmm. According to the federal guidelines, she qualified for Obamacare, but since Georgia did not take the Medicaid expansion, okay, okay she didn't qualify for Georgia Medicaid. So therefore, she would not get a subsidy. In order to pay for Obamacare, so if she was going to get Obamacare. She had to pay the full price for it, which was about four hundred a month. Wow, with a five thousand dollar deductible.
0: Oh my goodness!
2: Yeah, and that's pretty much the way Obamacare works. You know, you you they'll give it to you for eight dollars a month if you get a subsidy. But if,
0: but Georgia, 40, if Georgia had subscribed, then it would have, she would have been covered.
2: Right? If Georgia had subscribed to the Medicaid or the Medicaid expansion then she would have been eligible for the subsidy because she didn't make enough money to qualify for regular insurance. Actually, by federal guidelines, by Washington guidelines, she made enough money to qualify for Medicaid. But Georgia said, no, we're not going to expand our Medicaid role. Well, that
0: kind of (laughs) sucks. It does. (laughs) To be honest with you, Thomas, I know literally next to nothing about Obamacare. I've got...
2: I don't That's my question. Yeah. What 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 do we do? I, I have no because, idea. You know what I mean? <laughs> she's she stuck with going to the ER anytime she gets sick. Yeah. And then, and then here we're stuck with a big bill if she doesn't fill out an indigent care form.
0: What do you uh you said it's your girlfriend or your wife?
2: This is my wife. And, and they take and How they do you do you have income. insurance? I I I do. Yes, I do, but I am disabled. I have had uh, nine surgeries on my you. spine. Oh geez, and I, I am not able to go out and earn a living like I used to understood. until I was about forty six,
0: dude. I honestly, I don't, I have no idea what to say. Um, that's a, that's probably a Clark Howard question. Um, I really, that's I mean, good,
2: that's a good question, though, isn't it? It I is mean, a good the question. Government fixed it. So, and I understand totally why Georgia didn't take the Medicaid expansion, because the feds were only going to pay for it for two or three years. Yeah. And then it goes to the state. I don't know. The, I, I wouldn't want to pick up all that Medicaid money. Yeah.
0: I, 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 Thomas, I'm, I'm of zero help. I apologize. I know nothing about Obamacare. Yeah, I, don't I don't even know like my own insurance. I don't know what's going on there. My wife handles all that stuff. So yeah. I apologize. 404 872 751 1-800-WSB-TALK. And now... Time for Blessed or Not Blessed
2: with the Lonely Tailgater.
0: He is the world's foremost expert of what's blessed and what is not blessed. He is the Lonely Tailgater. He joins us every week on the Mark Aram Show. Are hey, you having a blessed evening, sir? Oh, I you have to put I, him up. I you should have put, to put to him, him up, up there. Hey, the rookie. S- sorry about that, Tailgater. I, I, my head was spinning with the Obamacare question. Yeah, you know, Auburn's lost twice this season. Who cares? Who yeah. really cares? Hey, uh, one game wild card in baseball. Blessed or not blessed? Very not blessed. It's, it doesn't fit.
1: A one-game elimination is totally for football. It doesn't fit. It
0: feels unnatural. Mark Richt, going forward as Georgia's uh, head football coach, blessed or not blessed?
1: Uh, you know, if you lose two or three games this year, I don't think you can fire the guy. I, you mean going forward is a long-term solution? Yeah. Well, this is the same school that hired Ray Goff and uh, Jim Donnan. So, you know, but, but, I, don't, I don't think they want to roll the dice on a new coach hire. So I'll say, yeah, you know, let's keep, you know, keep a sure thing. And a sure thing, I mean, that guy's going to win eight or nine
0: But never a national title.
1: You know, uh, it, Rick has probably had three, let's be honest, he's probably had three, maybe four teams that if they had gotten into a BCS game could have probably won it. You know, he just, he, he, you know, I, he's, he's had bad timing on some critical losses in his career. That's, that's, that, that's the knockoff, Rick. So is he a terrible coach? No, I think he's a better coach than Malzahn. I take Rick over Malzahn. So
0: yeah. but, but. I, I don't want to hear Georgia fans whine. I, mean, <laughs> I got my own problems. Breakfast at McDonald's all day, blessed or not blessed.
1: If it was the full menu, blessed. But it's not the full menu. I think it's like a modified menu. So it's like you can't get the old flapjacks and everything. You can't get the whole business. So I'm going to say not blessed. You
0: can't get the whole business. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, Halloween Whopper, at Burger King, blessed or not blessed? Now,
1: I have read reports that it has
0: made people's, what's the word I'm looking for? Their poop turned green.
1: Their leavings turned green, yes.
0: Uh, we and, can confirm that. We had them last night. Um, Loti, Longoria, and myself all had green poop after eating them. That's as blessed as it gets.
1: That's it was pretty blessed. blessed. It gets no more blessed.
0: Yeah, it's it was a weird green, too. It's like the gift that keeps on giving. You know? Yeah. It was... Uh, <laughs> it, does that make it more blessed or less blessed that it turns it your poop it green? It makes it more
1: blessed. And I'm going to say this.
0: <laughs> now, correct
1: me if I'm wrong. The Whopper... Okay, in, in terms of the flagship burger yeah. of like the big three or big four chains, we're talking Wendy's, mcdonald's whatever yeah
0: the whopper's number one yeah it's got the most name yeah. recognition because if you go to mcdonald's you're like what's their signature burger is it the big mac or is it the quarter pounder with cheese it, it,
1: well if if it's either of those the whopper blows either of those away
0: and wendy's on so, uh, wendy's doesn't even have a signature burger really no. baconator yeah, now. there you go whopper all day long
1: and if it turns your poop
0: green that's, <laughs> that's your added bonus that now we're going to see mcdonald's going this will turn your poop pink <laughs> like, they're going to come up with, you know, yeah. chicken nuggets will turn your poop pink. Um, you know,
1: during Susan G. Coleman month, turning your poop pink would be a pretty good.
0: That would. Every, every pink poop, the uh, McDonald's donates a nickel to the Coleman Foundation. There you go. Um, real quick, uh, Georgia, Tennessee, who wins? In Tennessee.
1: You know... Now Tennessee fans have gone off the rails. <laughs> uh, you know they, they that, that that is a fan base. Uh, you know, th- th- oh, man, <sighs> I haven't completely lost faith in Butch Jones to the extent that the Tennessee fan base has. Yeah, but
0: dude can't finish a game, man.
1: He can't finish a game. He can't finish a game. I think the Arkansas thing. I mean, these are all close losses yeah. they had, but it doesn't matter to Tennessee fans. I yeah. think I think the whole program is in kind of a. A downward spiral now this season, so I think Georgia's catching them at the right time. They're probably in a bad mood. They got embarrassed, you know. I feel badly, you know. I'm embarrassed for picking Georgia to beat Alabama. So yeah, you uh, be. yeah Georgia bounces back. They probably yeah, I I think they win them by ten.
0: All right, so. Georgia wins at Tennessee from the lonely tailgater. We thank you, brother. Have a blessed night, Captain Harb Forever. You got it, brother. On Twitter at lonely tailgater. By the way, Nina's in Canton. Nina, you're on the Mark Aram show.
3: Hi, guys. How are you? What's going on, Nina? Uh, well, kind of, sort of. I had a, a tooth taken out yesterday, and they had to break it off.
0: And ah, all right. I, well, I'm going to stop you right there. <laughs> Let's go to your <laughs> okay. question.
3: Okay. My question is, uh, I'm an ex-cop, Daytona Beach, 17 years.
0: Thank you for your service.
3: You're welcome. And uh, I don't know whether I've gotten this right or not, but character, what was your first character impression of each other? are and what character stood out the most Does that makes it
4: characteristic
0: sense? like between the three of us yeah yeah go back mm-hmm. to your tooth tell me more about your tooth <laughs> 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 what characteristic stands out uh longoria's his stoic work ethic okay. Lotis adam's apple and <laughs> um i don't even know what, what sticks out with me guys my nose
3: <laughs> yeah. <Jeez. laughs> yeah, Jews nugget. Yeah,
0: basically, that's what we got. Longoria's got a stoic work ethic. Chuck's got an Adam's apple that women would just die for. And I've got a Jewish nose. Those, those are our yeah. most notable characteristics. We got some of our favorite callers coming up, including Russ, Maverick, and Taylor. Ask us anything. You can officially ask us any question you want right now on The Mark Aram Show. i got some on Facebook, too, I want to answer as well. 404-872-0750. This is The Mark Aram Show.
4: really got something in what do we got an idea what idea an idea for
0: the show i still don't know what the idea is it's about nothing, nothing. nothing. welcome back to the show Eleven 64 degrees on Peachtree street ask us anything 404-872-0750 800 wsb talk russ
2: come here a minute i want to talk
0: to you russ and coming russ ask us anything my friend
2: hey buddy i have a radio question go ahead as you know, my dad was a DJ, so I've been around this business legend, not, not
0: a DJ, a freaking legend, Russ. Go ahead.
2: Well, I really appreciate that.
1: Thank you. Um, what, growing up in this business, we moved a lot. Like, every three or four years, we moved to a new city, you know, Cincinnati, New York, Baltimore, Atlanta, you know, back and forth like that all the time. And uh, a lot of the DJs did. How did you stay at this station so long?
0: Um, I just, uh, it's the, it's the best station in the country. Um, I got lucky. This is my first radio job. And, um, my, my one goal every day is, is to not get fired
3: <laughs> and it's worked well, out. I for mean, it. things happen. You don't necessarily get fired. Yeah. Stations oh, listen. Sold, things like yeah. that.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, the station's got, it's a, the Cox media group is an amazing company. I've had offers to go over state to go to other stations to be fair. And I've considered them um but i just you know this is this is home man it's 18 years here i it'd be weird to be anywhere else
3: well that's great i'm glad you stayed no, I, I think that is
1: wsb is the biggest station yeah. around it's and what we
0: don't cool. have i mean literally we don't have turnover here if you look at the morning news really? show um scott slade marcy williams kirk mellish um chris camp these people have been here for 20 years Bob Cox only just retired. Uh, I mean, he didn't go into another state. He retired, and that's where Judd Hickenbotham came on board. Um, it, yeah, so, P, I mean, once you're a WSB, people don't leave. That being said, I give Longoria and, and Chuck maybe another eight months, you know, before they're out of here. <laughs> Hilarious. Uh, Taylor's in Bethlehem. Taylor, what's your question, buddy?
3: Uh, what quality drew you to first speak to your significant others?
0: Um, what quality? <laughs> Physical or <laughs> really to, Yeah. yeah, yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Um, I don't know. She just uh, it's funny. I met my wife uh while my buddy was trying to set me up with this other girl, my wife's friend. So it was um it was I don't know. That's a good question. I'll have to think about it. Longoria? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I met her on my birthday. Birthing hips? I <laughs> She had wide birthing <laughs> hips, and you're like, that's it. Yeah,
4: that's it. That's, that's it right there. Oh. Low tizzle. Hot
0: neighbor. Was it the legs? The legs. The uh, legs, it was, right? It was the
4: legs and backside. The back
0: yeah. Yeah, I mean, I, Oh, well, if backside. we're going physical, I would I would say chest and backside. Birthing hips. <laughs> yeah. Birthing hips. Yeah. All right, T-Bone. Good question. Really? i I got to see hot neighbor's I went, backside. I
4: went to, I went to a, when we went to dinner, I mean, we were chatting, and, and she's cute and everything, but when she, I, you know, got up, and you know, gentlemen, yeah. walk, and I was like, oh, damn. And then I, I was like, all right, got to get her number. i got to figure out how to
0: worm my way in here. Speaking <laughs> of fine backsides, Mark Elwine's got your news coming up. We'll come back with more of your calls. 404-872-0750. This is the Mark Aram Show.
4: I'm WSB's Clark Howard. Now from Dunwoody to Douglasville. Washington, Washington to Woodstock.
1: whatever and wherever there' severe weather, a traffic red alert, or breaking news. The WSB 24-hour breaking news center will break in, depend on it. Greetings and salutation, Mark Aram listeners. It's Big Buford here. I'm not actually in the studio, but I am home. Hungry. Do you got any food I can eat? If you do for me, I will do for well, excuse me. Welcome
0: back to the show, 25 in front of midnight. Mark Aaron with you every Monday through Friday, ten to twelve on News ninety-five five at AM seven fifty WSB. Chris Kattan on the show Friday. You knew who that is, Loti?
4: Yeah, the dude from Saturday Night, Saturday Night Live. Live.
0: Yeah, he'll be on the show. Friday night on the Mark Aram Show.
1: Remember when he played that
0: monkey? Yes, yeah, you know, with the apple. rock.
4: <laughs> yeah. Remember he did that? Him and the rock did a skit together playing
0: those. That was hysterical. And they eat the apples and spit it all over. We'll have to bring that up on Friday. Yeah. All right. Alright. Um, on this show tonight, we are doing the semi-annual AMA, Ask Me Anything, where you your one chance to call up and ask us any question you want, 404-872-0750, 1-800-WSB-TALK. On Twitter, you can ask me, at Mark Arum or post it on my Facebook page. Remind me, Longori, to to hit the Facebook questions, because we've got a bunch there for you. Back to the phones, though. Mavericks in Atlanta. Maverick, welcome to the program.
2: Hey, what's going on, guys? How are y'all tonight? How are you, sir? Doing good, doing good. A couple more days to the weekend, so I'm not complaining. We're, We're
0: halfway home, buddy. Exactly.
2: Hey, guys, just wanted to reach out to y'all and see what your opinions were on open carry in Georgia as far as far as uh, firearms go. And also, second question, I saw a lot on the internet, kind of posted around, fortunately for the sad events of all the mass shootings, especially at local colleges and uh, small communities. What is your opinion on having retired veterans armed at public schools?
0: There, there has to be a solution there. I don't know what it is, but I think, you know, collectively we're smart enough to come up with one, whether it's, it's uh, if that's the least expensive option is to have, um, you know, law abiding citizens volunteer at schools. I don't know. Um, I, I am a, uh, a you know, a, a defender of the Second Amendment for sure, uh, but I, I don't know. I think something... How there needs to be a solution. How these whack jobs can we can prevent these whack jobs from getting firearms? There has to be, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, like I don't know how. It, again, I don't know the answer, um, but uh, you know that that kid in Oregon, the, the, he shouldn't have had a gun. I mean, yeah, I, yeah. I mean, so yeah. I, I mean, I, I'm a I'm a firm believer of the Second Amendment, but we have to do it better. You know, there's got to be a way. A screening process, something I don't know that that prevents these these nut jobs from getting these guns. Chuck, I'm assuming I know the answer uh, to you on on both these questions.
4: Yeah, no, I'm, I'm I'm with you. We could do it better, but nobody really knows how. Yeah, and then how far do you take it? Where okay, somebody says, well, you got to screen them harder. Well, who decides what the criteria yeah. is, and then who implements that? It's it's almost an impossible thing to try and figure out at this point. There, there has to be
0: there has to be a better situation that we have right now though yeah there has to be they're just
4: i think one of the issues though if guys knew in a place like that school that there is armed security or that it is you are able if you have a licensed concealing carry permit that there's a possibility that the room you walk into anybody in there has but but i think
0: with these nut jobs it really it wouldn't matter for them i really don't i
4: think it would only in the fact that they always go to gun free zones yeah. None of these ever happened. Well, there
0: orders. was a guy uh, on campus with a concealed carry permit. Like yeah, it you wasn't.
4: Can't, yeah, but you can't carry on campus. No,
0: it, he had it on him. It wasn't a gun free zone. Yeah, it well, was. Well, he had it on him.
4: Okay, we may <laughs> yeah. we, he may what I have. And I, yeah. I'll, I'll be honest, I have a concealed carry, and I I do carry it into some sure, places yeah. I'm probably not supposed to. But um, I, I think if that was more predominant, I'm not saying yeah. that's the fix. I think there's a probably a better fix. But I think in the interim, I, I don't know. I'd feel much more comfortable if I knew there was armed security on yeah. my college, as opposed to anybody could just walk on and start mowing people down.
0: Yeah, I just I there know. has to be a solution. We have yeah. to be able to come up with something. Kevin's in Atlanta. Kevin, you're on the Mark Aram show.
1: Hey, how's everybody? What up, brother? Hey, you got two questions. First one: Who is the first official caller to the Mark Aram show? And then the second one is: What topic has had the most or the longest life? Like. Uh, I think it was
0: finding Pedro or Electric <laughs> Cleaning Guy. <That laughs> Where is Hector? Where is Hector? that's a good Hector, question. There you go. Now the now the Mark Aram show ran on the weekends for thirteen years. So you, the first caller to that, I have no idea. But the first caller there was a woman was the first caller. I want to say her name was Deborah on the daily on the daily oh, this Mark one? Aram I don't show. I don't remember that was Deborah or Hannah or something like that. Yeah, i um, have to go back and pull it. The longest running bit. It might have been um, where is Hector? Yeah, I don't know. it went for a while. Yeah, and then he was done with us. Yeah, and now, <laughs> yeah. and now the company that uh, hires the cleaning crew has hired all English-speaking they people. They all speak. Yeah. <laughs> they're, Very like, good English. they're like, we're not going to get thrown under the bus on the Aram show again. So, <laughs> um, well, we're yeah. three days in on the zit now. Yeah, we are. Well, the zits—I mean, Whoa. it's almost mm-hmm. gone. Yeah. The zit is almost gone. The that gre- doesn't
1: mean the topic's done.
0: That's true. You're absolutely right. The green poop could live on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that could go for We a just while. started today. We so. need to keep finding uh, stuff that makes our poop green. David's in Tucker. David, welcome to the program.
2: I'm so glad I'm following the green poop. Comment.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I set that up perfectly for you, David.
2: Ah, uh, thank you, sir. Uh, well, I missed your uh, back from your fasting episode, so I was wondering uh, how did it go? How did it make you feel? and will you do it again and if so how often will you do it
0: my fasting yes for yom kippur yes well i'll do it every year (laughs) at the holiday Uh, it was okay i broke my fast uh at pasta vino in buckhead with uh eggplant parmesan probably not the smartest thing to do to break my fast um but yeah it was it was good you know cleansed my soul does it get easier every year no it's hard it's hard man it's tough because you've been doing it for 40 years yeah but it's i mean no it doesn't get easier i'm still i'm still a fat bastard i'm still hungry (laughs) i still like to eat uh but yeah it went all right what i used to do was try to sleep the day away (laughs) yeah (laughs) but uh that doesn't work either because then you wake up and you're starving and you're like oh i still got six hours to go
2: i did that as a teenager and believe me as a teenage boy doing that 24 hours you you want to eat the wallpaper.
0: The worst Yom Kippur story I ever have, I was in college, 1993-ish, and when you're in school and uh, your parent, your buddy's parents come to town, traditional was they take everyone out to eat at the diner. Like, that was, you know, like, we haven't had, we couldn't afford to go out to dinner, so right, right. your parents, uh, your buddy's parents would take, you know, your friends out for, for dinner, and my buddy Scratchy's dad shows up and takes us out to dinner, and I'm like looking at the sun, like watching it set, like, all right, we got to hustle, let's go, you know, like, I gotta get to the diner before the sun goes down, and they were lollygagging, and we got to the diner, and the sun was down, so as a starving college kid, I couldn't eat at the diner, and everyone's eating cheeseburger deluxes, and disco fries, and chocolate shakes, and I'm like, can't eat. That was, that was a horrible... Scratchy's dad was a nice guy, but he was a lollygagger. You should have told him, hurry it up. I man. was trying. I'm like, come on, we've got to get there before the sun goes down. Lavar's in Stockbridge. Lavar, you're on the Mark Aram Show.
3: What's going on, gentlemen?
0: How are you, sir?
3: I'm doing very well. My question is, if you can choose three actors for your childhood, your teenage years, and your adult life, which three would you choose to play in your movie?
0: Play me in a movie. Um, I would say as a kid, uh, the guy from uh, wonder years, Kevin Arnold from wonder years, my teen years would probably be Adam Sandler and me now probably David Schwimmer. I think those would be the three, (laughs) the, the three people that would play me in a movie Longoria actors for your uh, three uh the fat of the life. kid on stand by me what was his name <laughs> oh the what about uh uh yeah i forgot his yeah, name i don't know him. Right. river phoenix maybe that who's not the fat kid oh, okay uh, so the fat kid <laughs> fat kid uh, uh, stand My... by me teen years God. the the so
3: nobody so nobody's gonna take macaulay cogan
0: Oh, Chuck would be Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, Chuck I did even for Colson. a
3: younger
4: one. I'm sitting here drawing a blank. I was yeah, like, I don't even God know how to answer know. this. So, yeah, you guys have I, to think,
0: help me. I think I uh, think Chuck's teen years maybe uh, DiCaprio. I think it would be, uh, and then the guy from uh, for your your now years, the guy from the Transporter, the British oh, Jason actor, Jason yeah. yeah, I'll take that.
4: <laughs> yeah, hell yeah, think, that's all right. Your Statham, take, You're Statham, that, man. So yeah. I think Absolutely.
0: Chuck, I think Longoria's teen years would be the Hispanic kid from Saved by the Bell. Okay, <laughs> and I don't know who would Slater.
2: play Slater. Yeah, Slater.
0: Yeah, I'd see Slater, teenage Slater. I don't know. I'd have to think about who you who'd play you now.
4: Who, who's the guy that we, we interviewed the, the the Hispanic guy you interviewed a couple weeks ago that was in like uh, the one movie that you, we couldn't stop talking about? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, what's dude. his name? Oh, I do what his name is. I from
0: uh, Training Day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I could see that. Yeah. Yeah, could or see pa- him, yeah. or Pachanga from uh, Carlito's Way. Yeah. yeah. He was the Mexican dude yeah. in. Um, he's I the just Mexican. Feel like in everything. You guys
4: have the same facial hair. You can grow it the same what way. What about. Uh,
0: what's his name from. Um... Boogie Nights. The yeah. Mexican guy yeah. from. Boogie yeah, Night. that dude. That, that dude. Guy, guy. Yeah. Yeah, that's me. All right. That'll be him. <laughs> Chips in Columbia, South Carolina. How are things in South Carolina, Chip? You okay?
3: Well, yeah, yeah. yeah I dodged the bullet and everything, Mark.
0: Good. Good to hear that.
3: You know, some people weren't so fortunate as you can see in the city and Charleston, you know, and, and elsewhere and all that. And the Low Country,
0: the Low Country, is still dealing with it right now.
3: Yeah, yeah. You know, the levees, the dams. You know, where that water was at, crazy. You know, that was it. But where I live at, you know, it's out in the county. But we don't have, you know, all the ponds. You know, all these waterscapes and all, all these dams and levees and all that. So the worst that happened to me was, you know just some water on my floorboard all that rain incessant rain coming down and all that just we have older cars you know me and my wife and you know went out there you know one day to start it up and i was like wow where else water come from you know just leaked into the car but we didn't get flooded
0: out
3: no damage to our homes um here
0: by the way if people want to donate wsbradio.com you can donate to the red cross in south carolina to help your folks out
3: Thank you. Thank you. so yeah. much, and, and your prayers, your prayers and your thoughts and everything You like got it, that. brother.
0: But, um, you got it. All right, what's, have, your, what's your question?
3: No, no, we have a curfew. We have a curfew. You know, it's at midnight. You know, that's the only thing that touched me because, you know, I'm doing my retirement job. I mean, you'll be in trespass. They'll so give you a ticket okay. and all that. But um, no, I wanted to share something with you. Please. You know, I'm on my retirement job and all that. And you and I are both characters. Well, anyway, my dispatch sent me out, you know, Macy's Bridge, you know, had some characters out there. High speed photographic equipment. And you can't make this up. And I kid you not, I haven't been drinking, or no smoking or nothing. But I went out there and I made contact with them. You know, they look like sort of like kind of like scientists, you know, Lewis and Clark types or whatever. I said, What are you guys doing? And they said, uh, We're out here taking pictures of UFOs. I kid you not. What? Man. They're taking pictures. They have these.
0: Did they get any?
3: photograph? I think they did. I think, they, but I had to shoo him away because this is private property. Yeah, you got to get you know permission and all. But I thought that'd make your day because I'm the one that told you about the G, the gooey duck, the gooey duck. Oh,
0: know, yeah, the yeah, duck yeah. Right. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Oh, great call, Chip. We got to run. Godspeed to you and the folks in South Carolina. We'll come back. Uh, rapid fire questions on this AMA four zero four eight seven two zero seven fifty. Casey, Mimi, John, and Jared. Plus, we got to give out star of the show on Twitter at Mark Aram. This is the Mark Aram Show.
1: Mark Arum, on 95.5 and AM 750, WSB.
2: I like the
0: place. All right, real quick, your, uh, ask me anything questions to finish out the show. 404 Casey's in Athens. Casey, what's your question for us?
2: What's going on, guys? How are um, you, buddy? Real quick, I've listened to your show months before I even saw you, Mark, on TV. So I guess my question is, you your personality and the way you sound, talk, whatever, and matching your appearance on TV or nothing like I've never. Uh, I guess your parents.
0: <laughs> what did you yeah. think? What did you think I looked like?
3: I, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. I just—it's just weird. Like I listen to you, and then we're you on TV, and it's like, no way—that that can't be the same guy.
0: <laughs> That's the same dude. I, the first <laughs> yeah. time I heard Neil Bortz, I thought he was like. Five one, 110 pounds. He sounded like just a little weenie. And I, when I met him, I was like, oh, he's like 6'4", 290. Yeah. All right, different dude. <laughs> Mimi's up next on the Mark Aram Show. Hello, Mimi.
3: Hey, Mark. Two questions really quick. Okay. Okay, so I heard how you guys all ended up here. But how did you all link up to do the show? Like, did you choose Chuck and Longoria? Or no, how...
0: I was forced. <laughs> no. I was forced to take Chuck totally and Longoria. Mm-hmm. And okay. uh, I was not happy, to be honest, because I didn't know these bananas, you know? Uh-huh. I was like, I'm finally getting my own show, and then they're sticking me with these clowns I've never even heard of. Um okay. But it worked out well. Yeah.
3: Okay, and second, mm-hmm. did you ever send that caller his computer?
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: yeah, <what laughs> the guy in true. Kentucky. I don't know if he got there. But we mailed it to him. What? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if he's listening maybe I mean we I, don't I think never he's listening, yeah, I, don't think he's listening I never got a thank you letter well, anyway. well the last call we got from him wasn't a very good thing yeah. it had you in it but it, didn't, it wasn't it a wasn't thank, thank you, you yeah, no. Jared's in Monroe Jared, what's your question buddy?
3: First of all, tons of blueberries will turn your poop neon green.
0: Really all right Experience tomorrow no, on the no, show we're yeah, eating well, pints of daughter. blueberries tomorrow
1: yep because Monroe has lost a great teacher today. Um, And Coach Mike Head, the teacher that touched your life the most, who was that?
0: (sighs) That's a great question. Veronica Santo, Ronnie Santo, my fifth-grade teacher, former nun. Um, Dang. I'm still friends with her to this day. She, She touched me the most. Chuck?
4: Kelly McKeever, he was my freshman, big, huge ex football player, linebacker. He was my uh, football coach and my uh, freshman science teacher. He was awesome.
0: Uh, Mrs. Davis, she was my uh, theater arts teacher. You're not your English as a second language teacher? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> John in Atlanta, John, what's your, real, real quick, what's your question, buddy?
3: Going back to what the guy was talking to you earlier, um, you know, if there's a gun free zone like a school, do you not think it's their responsibility to have at least some armed security and metal detectors there. Who's going to pay for you. that? Well, I mean, if I walk into a school like that, I'm going to school at, say, UGA, and I can't carry, then it's like that guy was saying earlier, that's a magnet for these these crazy lunatics to come in there.
0: Uh, but that's, um, and, see, that's where I disagree. I think the crazies, the, whatever, they're going to shoot up people no matter what. I don't think that, uh, you know, maybe I'm wrong, but I don't think a, a carry... You know, someplace that could have guns is a deterrent. These guys are nuts. They're absolutely crazy. Michael, what's your question, real quick, buddy?
2: Everybody clap your hands. Twice.
0: Good job, Michael. Thank you, bud. Bob and Marietta, you get the final question of the show.
2: In Buckhead today, I found a silver Corvette with the tag that said traffic. Is that any of your
0: traffic reporters? Uh, that might be Doug Turnbull's. Was it a VW uh, van?
2: No, it was a silver Corvette.
0: Oh, no. No one in traffic can afford a oh, silver no, Corvette. Oh, no way. <laughs> Not a chance. <laughs> All right, real quick from uh, from Facebook. Paul says, if you could do any other job besides radio, what would it be? Chuck?
4: Whoa. Uh, it'd probably be a guide back home.
0: A guide? Yeah. Longoria? Like
4: hunting, fishing.
0: I have no idea. Drug mule? Yeah, probably. I would. Uh, I'd be. I don't know. No, no. I'd be a manager at Publix. That'd be. That'd be my job. Oh, yeah, we talked. About yeah, that. yeah. I would yeah, definitely. Yeah, I that. About
2: that. And now, are you guys ready for the Mark Aram, star of the show?
0: Uh, I want to give it to all the callers. We had some really good questions, except for that Obamacare question. They were all pretty, really good.
2: <laughs>
4: yeah, that was.
0: Awesome. Um, I get. I don't know. do You want to throw Stansberry a Bone Tailgater? All right. I don't think he's been on the board in a while. Yeah, no. that's Lonely Tailgater is the star of the show. Uh, Tomorrow night, we'll have little Sanjay in studio. Johnny Kilbasta with a fast food review. We might eat pints of blueberries to make our poop turn green. And Friday, Chris Kattan, formerly of Saturday Night Live. We will continue the conversation on Twitter, at Mark Aram, Facebook, Mark Aram WSB. Instagram, Mark Aram. In the meantime, go to sleep, little baby.
2: Go to sleep, you little baby.
4: Guests of the Mark Aram Show stay at the all-sweet Omni Hotel, located in the heart of Chicago's Magnificent Mile.